This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen and Secretary of State Christy Jacobson, both Republicans, will seek re-election next year, according to recent campaign filings. Knudsen released a statement Tuesday in which he touted his work on fighting drugs and human trafficking, saying there is still more to be done on those topics, and he criticized Democratic President Joe Biden and the policies he said with which he disagrees. Jacobson's campaign released a statement to the Daily Montanan touting her work on elections and increasing businesses filing in Montana. Quote, Secretary Jacobson has an incredible track record of success and proven leadership, which includes keeping our elections safe, record-level increases in business filings in Montana, and a more transparent and efficient Secretary of State's office. Both were elected to their respective offices in 2020. Jacobson defeated Democrat Bryce Bennett by 19 points, and Knudsen beat Democrat Rafe Graybill by 17. In terms of challenges so far, Democrat Jesse Mullen has announced a bid for Secretary of State. Bozeman attorney and Democrat Ben Alkey is running for Attorney General. Jacobson previously was a Deputy Secretary of State and worked with the Montana Department of Justice and the Auditor's Office. Prior to his time as Attorney General, Knudsen was the Roosevelt County Attorney and he served as the District 34 House Representatives from 2011 to 2019, and he was Speaker of the House for the last four years. According to a motion filed with the Public Service Commission, the PSC needs to reconsider its recent rate hike for Northwestern Energy because its order invents a magical new standard to evaluate costs, one with no legal authority, and gives shareholders $3.4 million that belong to Montana ratepayers. That's according to a motion to reconsider filed by 350 Montana. On October 25th, the PSC voted five to nothing to approve a settlement that translates into a 28% rate increase for Northwestern Electric customers from August of 2020. That's an 8% increase from current rates. But not everybody agreed with the settlement, including 350 Montana. It's a climate action group that advocates for a livable planet and a reduction in carbon dioxide emissions. Also included in the group, Broad Reach Power, an energy storage company. Lucas Hamilton, chief legal counsel for the PSC, said Monday any of the parties may file a motion to reconsider within 10 days and even one commissioner can request that the item be placed on a PSC work schedule agenda. Lawyer Monica Trunell of the Trunell Law Firm in Missoula is representing the Group 350 Montana. Trunell is also a Democrat running again to represent Montana's Western District in Congress. She described the increase as a rate heist in a campaign email on Monday and noted incumbent U.S. Representative Ryan Zinke, the Republican to whom she lost in the last election, 
has stayed silent on the decision. Michael Uda of the Uda Law Firm in Helena argues the settlement is problematic for a number of reasons. His motion said it amounted to an entirely new rate proposal, one that lacked adequate notice and left the other parties scrambling with just eight days to understand it in time for a hearing. The motion from 350 Montana raises numerous issues. For one, it argues the order should be amended to clarify that the PSC will include, in any review of a new gas-fired plant, quote, the potential effects on the climate, environment, and health of Montanans of emissions from the plant. The potential adverse impacts from plant emissions have been, quote, the subject of intense litigation, including the historic Held versus Montana decision from last August. In that case, a district court threw out two sections of the law that prohibited the state from taking greenhouse gas emissions into account when considering energy permits. And the decision found the state constitution's protection of a clean and healthy environment includes climate. 350's motion to reconsider the rate hike notes explicit mention of climate effects is missing from the PSC order. The motion from 350 also says the PSC is supposed to ensure rates are just and reasonable, but it said the most recent order approved rates, quote, based on an unsupported statement that they fall in a zone of reasonableness. Quote, the commission cites no prior order or case where this standard was used, where it came from, how it was adopted, or why it applies. There is no explanation as to where the commission gave notice to the parties that this was a standard it intended to apply. Rather, the commission adopted the zone of reasonableness to evaluate costs for the first time in its final order, and doing so is arbitrary and capricious. The motion also says that the order needs to be fixed so it reflects the real cost of debt for the coal-fired plant at Coal Strip. The real cost is just over 4%, but Montanans are paying rates as if the debt were 6.5%. Quote, the difference is a gift to Northwestern shareholders paid by Montanans, end quote. U.S. Senator Steve Daines and U.S. Representative Ryan Zinke, both Montana Republicans, have introduced bills seeking to block Palestinians from entering the United States and, in Zinke's case, to expel any who have recently come to America. Zinke introduced a bill he calls the Safeguarding America from Extremism, or SAFE, Act, which aims to require the Department of Homeland Security to block Palestinians with Palestinian Authority passports from getting visas, obtaining refugee status, or asylum in the U.S. It also seeks to expel any Palestinians who have entered the U.S. beginning on October 1st. The bill has no chance of becoming law. Zinke says in a statement he's bringing it forward because of his lack of trust in the Biden administration. A spokesperson for Representative Matt Rosendale, the Republican from Montana, said that he would be co-sponsoring Zinke's bill. 
Zinke's team notes that this bill goes further than other similar bills, like Dane's, in that it directs the Department of Homeland Security to work with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to find and deport Palestinians who entered the U.S. on or after October 1st, six days prior to the initial Hamas attack on Israel. In support of the legislation, Zinke's team noted several news stories over the past few years from the U.S., U.K., and France regarding Muslims who threaten people or governments. In response, Zinke's Democratic opponent for his congressional seat in 2024, Monica Trinnell, called the legislation, quote, a disgusting display of Islamophobia. State Representative Zoe Zephyr, the Democrat from Missoula, said of the bill, this fear-driven cruelty should have no place in American politics. The American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, likened Zinke's bill to former President Donald Trump's Muslim ban, saying the racist bill was a misuse of the American political system. Danes chairs the committee tasked with electing more Republicans to the U.S. Senate in 2024. He has introduced a bill he's called Guaranteeing Aggressors Zero Admission, or Gaza, to prevent the government from granting visas to Palestinians and prevent them entry through the Department of Homeland Security's parole program. The bill had no co-sponsors at last report. Danes has also introduced and co-sponsored multiple pieces of legislation and signed on to several letters in support of Israel or in opposition to Palestine. Those include a bill to use $6 billion of frozen Iranian assets for Israeli defense, adding sanctions for groups that support Hamas, and he's co-sponsored a resolution to declare that the Senate believes Israel is not a racist or apartheid state. State labor leaders say getting broadband to rural Montana may be more difficult and will come without requiring competitive wages for workers. Some customers might not be able to afford the cost a $70 maximum, according to some legislators. The commission, which will dole out $629 million in federal dollars for rural broadband, has adopted a scoring project proposal without requiring that prevailing wages for workers be paid. Companies said prevailing wages would limit their impact in rural networks and would cost them more money, and Republicans on the commission said market forces will ultimately keep workers' pockets full. Quote, there are other states that have already required prevailing wages in their plans making them more competitive at recruiting workers needed to complete these jobs. Labor leaders in the state folk spoke in favor of a prevailing wage during public comment. One of those leaders, Chris Sanderson of Helena, says cheap labor could mean poor results. He passed out copies of an article from KTVQ Billings where residents were upset after a Wisconsin-based company dug huge holes in their front yards that were meant for Internet cables and walked away from the job. 
Former state auditor John Morrison announced Tuesday that he was bowing out of the race to be Montana's next Supreme Court justice and endorse the only other candidate in the field, former federal magistrate Jeremiah Jerry Lynch. Quote, I do not want to waste resources or create divisions that could undermine our shared commitment to uphold constitutional freedoms, court access, and the rule of law in this critical time, Morrison said in a statement. In the announcement that he was leaving the race, Morrison said he recently made an appearance with Lynch, quote, and was impressed with his energy and ability to calmly but firmly articulate similar values of protecting Montana's Constitution and ensuring openness and fairness in the state's court system. Lynch is a former federal magistrate judge who held that role from 2006 to 2019. He is the only candidate currently moving to replace Chief Justice Mike McGrath. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 52 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, in 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountain Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.